0: GM. Good evening, everyone. Good morning. Morning. <clears throat> Welcome to episode three of MySpace. We have a very special guest tonight. Eddie is Kong's. Eddie, how are you,
1: sir? Great to great to hear from you again. So excited for tonight. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for inviting me here. Very happy Uh, GM. Good evening. Good afternoon, wherever you are. (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. Stoked to have you on tonight. Um, And uh, yeah, we have a couple kind of themes for the evening tonight. A couple topics, I should say. Uh, First off... Uh, we're going to discuss with Mouse Dev uh, a little bit about on chain. Um, and then, yeah, community with Eddie is Kongs. Mouse Dev, are you, are you here, sir? Yep. Yes, I am. All right. Excellent. Let's see if. Uh... Oh, Fonky's in there too. Let me, let me request him as well. Oh, actually, uh, it looks like you'll have to. Master. Yeah, I, I invited him
2: a few times.
0: Okay, cool. i I'm <clears throat> All right, everyone. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's go over some – there he is. Uh, we'll go over some, uh, some updates, and uh, I'll kind of give everyone the lay of the land here, and we'll get started. Um, Fonky, how are you, sir? Welcome. I'm doing great. How are you doing? How's everybody else doing?
3: Eddie welcome uh, Mouse Dev. Thanks for doing this always. Thanks to everybody for joining us. Hopefully people come in here. Uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be super fun. I got, I think we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about tonight.
0: Absolutely. it's been a it's been a wild week and uh, oh man is that, I- hold on
3: I think I think uh, is that Kodiak in the room as well too. Somebody yeah. looks like ah oh, nice. got the two yes. big bears in the house.
0: Yes. Kodiak. We'll Kong's bears and mice. We're all we're all here. Kong's bears, mice. We got apes in here. It looks like yeah. a lot of apes. Fine. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. Uh, I see a chain runner. Ooh, that one's really cool. It's like a, a queen has like a queen's crown or a king's crown or something like that. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and get started. So I'll just give everyone the lay of the land here, and and then. Uh, then we'll go right at it. But yeah, what an exciting week. Every week is, but uh, <sighs> I, I was moving and I'm finally settled home now. So um, I felt like, I don't know, it was, it was really strange to have like three actual days away from uh, Discord and Twitter. It was... Quite strange, honestly. And when I got home, I was like, I, f- I felt like something was wrong. I was like, what's wrong with me? And then i i got <laughs> I got back <clears throat> um, into Discord and kind of got back into the groove of things. And I was like, oh, that was what was wrong. I was missing such a large part of my life by being away from uh, anonymize and everything going on. So happy to be back. And uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get started. So. First off, uh, we'll just go over some updates, and then we have a really cool story for everyone about uh, seven seven six seven and the uh, legendary baby that was um, revealed recently. Um, and then we're going to chat with Mouse Dev about the importance of on chain. Um, and you know, this has been a really big week for on chain projects. <clears throat> uh and then yeah we're gonna we're gonna go over um community with eddie and you know I, i'd like to hear a lot of, a lot more about kongs i you know i have fomoed about that project since the first day i laid eyes on it so can't wait to hear a little bit more about kongs and hear a little bit more about eddie and uh and uh yeah it's gonna be a an exciting show tonight so We'll go ahead and get started. We'll start from the top here. So, oh, and then uh, Funky, should we? Are we gonna, going to have time at the end to perhaps like take questions and that kind of thing as well?
3: I yeah, I think we should kind of take questions along the way. I think I think my my thought was for everybody, we'll talk to Mouse Dev a little bit about the on chain stuff, and I'm sure people are going to have questions for Mouse Dev about mice or how the on chain stuff works, which I think is good. I definitely also want to be able to take questions for Eddie because one of the things Eddie that I'm really interested in is you know, learning about how the Kongs kind of created the community that they have, because it's super strong, obviously. And and learning a little bit about more about you what you did. But I'm sure people in the audience would also like to learn about that stuff. So being able to hear from people, I think last time we did this, we we had a great show, but also I like, I think we want to make sure it's a little bit more interactive if we can. So, you know, if there are questions, especially for mice, if you want to ask them in the Discord, I might be able to see them and kind of bring bring you up. But like don't don't be afraid to, like, ask questions in the middle,
0: too, because we always want to make this interactive and, and fun. Absolutely. And, uh, Fonky, was there anything you else you wanted to add before we jump right in, sir? No. Do you want to give the updates, or should I give the updates?
3: I can. If you want, race car, what I can do is just jump into the updates and then tell the story, and then I'll turn it over to you to talk to Mouse Dev. Does that make sense? That sounds amazing. Yes, please. Great. Go right ahead. I'll be real quick about the updates, but um, – For anybody who's a mouse, you know a lot of this stuff already. If you're not a mouse, you know, just know kind of a a few things that are going on. Um, We talked about the marketplace last week. The work's still ongoing. We hope it's coming soon. It's obviously we want to make sure it's right. But Maxi and Inu are are working hard on that. Um, You may or may not have noticed, you probably have, that we've been a lot more active on Twitter lately. Um, We're getting pretty, we're having a lot of fun finding people, talking about anonymized, trying to kind of like. Engage with people in in a way that feels fun and interesting, and and mostly just kind of share the story of what we do. Also, what a crazy week for on chain projects in general! And and shout out to the chain runners and and kind of the people that have come around on that. But part of it is like making sure that people understand what on chain is, and especially 100% on chain projects. So making sure that we get that kind of information out there as well. And then finally, I do want to shout out as far as updates go. Um, everybody in the Mice Alpha kind of understands this already, but we've had a crazy week of, of Alpha stuff that's come through. Um, you know, Chain Runners was something that both Chip and Skelly, um, two Mice, kind of pointed out really early on. A lot of us got into it at a pretty early, early stage. I mean, I in it for myself and – I know other people did, but then even on the secondary. Actually, I remember I had an interchange with Skelly who like helped me find a, a pretty rare one. Like this was maybe like a week and a half ago, so that was cool. But also, Noundles, the project that nobody expected to take off, has taken off. Uh, Feudals, obviously, Feudals came up in our in our in our Discord. Just a lot of really awesome. Um, early information on projects. So like, you know, if you don't know about it, um, Mice Alpha is the Mice Holders channel. You can get it with either a a Genesis Mice or a Baby Mice. Um, So no, and no, obviously Baby Mice can get access but um, only Genesis will be able to get uh, a Chief. So that's a good thing. Um, So those are the updates for this week. And I'm gonna just kind of do this quickly, but actually Mouse Dev, maybe you could kind of set this story up a little bit because one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Honestly, this might be one of the craziest things I've heard. The math of this just seems insane to me. So I don't know, Mouse Dev. Do you want to? Can you kind of tell the basic story because you found it? I'm also happy to kind of like walk through it. But this is the story of of kind of what happened today with the last legendary baby
0: that was found. Yeah, and before before Mouse Dev jumps in, I, I just got a message from Night Banana, and I just wanted to read it off really quickly because it's. It's like a good setup for mouse dev to jump in next, but uh, he, he night banana quote unquote said we're all obviously living in a simulation anyway, but it's so rewarding when an on chain project with verifiable provenance has such a fantastically improbable outcome verified on chain. And he said like WTF and it's this, yeah, this is just wild. This is just, uh, I, you know, I can't wait to hear what mouse dev has to say about it because it's, I, it's just, I have no idea how this happened. So yeah, take it away mouse dev jump in.
2: Yeah. So during our uh, minting process, actually, when you were able to uh, burn a mouse to have a free mouse rolled for you, and then it would get rid of your old mouse and it would increment the supply by one, there was a user uh, Maria888 on the Discord, who actually, if you look through all of, the, uh, all of the history of the burning, accidentally burned one of the rarest possible traits, which is an astronaut trait, which, I mean, at the time probably didn't have a ton of value, but like a few weeks ago, a few months ago, it would actually been like one of the most valuable uh, mice traits that there were. And so it was sort of this running joke in our community about it because we had honestly no idea how it would happen. And we all found it just like extremely interesting. And so today, the final legendary, uh, the son of seven seven six seven, was yeah. revealed, and we all thought that was super cool. But then, when someone actually looked further into it, they found that the same exact user that had revealed the son was the same user that had burned seven seven six seven, and it was all it was all the same wallet, all the same person, same everything. And then uh, Maria actually decided to speak about it within the general chat, and so that was all pretty amazing it all went down in general chat it was, it was pretty shocking and and I, I pinned a tweet i pinned a, a message sorry if you want to look at it in the pinned messages of general where i actually share both uh etherscan transactions from the reveal and of the burn where you can actually see where that person uh burned 7767 and revealed the uh, the of 7767 so it's pretty amazing I, I can't,
3: I still can't believe it. I, I know somebody had said they did the math on it, but it just must be like
2: astronomically crazy math. It's gotta yeah, I, be, right? Like, I, I honestly don't know. I, I, I did, someone said it and I just didn't believe them. I, I, thought, <laughs> like, I thought they were just lying. I was like, that was a good one. this is really funny. And then I looked and I was just like in disbelief because it was literally the same wallet.
3: I think it's a miracle. That's what I keep saying. Like it feels like a miracle. Nah. It's, the, it's the it's the Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> twenty twenty one. Um, okay. Well, I wanna I wanna um, I asked Maria if she could come here. She couldn't. I think it's because she. I actually know where she's in. She's in Europe, and she she mentions it here. Um, uh, but she wrote me a statement, so I'm going to read it for everybody. Um, she might be listening now. If she's not, she wanted to hear the recording, but I'm going to read it. It's a little long, so, and I'm, I'm doing this off the top of my head so, when I'm reading it. so Okay, she said, I've been in crypto since the beginning of 2021, and I got into the got into the NFT in the middle of August. And after a month or so, I'd heard about anonymized minting in, in Wall Street columns and WSK.
4: Um,
3: I only minted one right away because I didn't know anything more about it. After getting more info, I wanted to mint more, but they were sold out. I got two in the aftermarket. So, the day when I started burning my mice, I hadn't slept normally for several months. The 7767 7, 7 came up, and I was excited that it was an Astro. At the same time, I had my mom over, and she started a deep conversation about something. And suddenly, I forgot about the Astro, and my brain said, click burn. After minting my last mice, the minting ended, and I didn't get to burn and mint more. I was sad when I realized what I did, but then I thought of everything that happens for a reason and seeing that seven, seven, six, seven brings a lot of significance to the community. I was happy. So yesterday I went to get my boyfriend into NFTs and obviously I wanted to get him into the mice. I was in between breeding and buying because the gas was so high. I thought it might be better to buy. I hadn't got any of my mice breeded yet, but after today, seeing as there was only one more rare, oops, somebody's making, Hey, Hey race car mute for a second, would you? Sorry about um, that. That's all right. Um, I, uh, sorry, where was I, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, after seeing that there's only one more rare to breed, I thought I would do the breeding now. I put together the rarest one I had and thought I got to burning seven, seven, six, seven, uh, that I got after burning seven, seven, six, seven. I got Halo Head, Holo Head. Holo Head, that must be that must be the, um, I'm assuming that's like the, uh, what do you call it? Oh, the, the Halo, it's probably Halo Head. I didn't think about breeding another at first, but then I got a feeling to do so After revealing, I knew Astro was special and was really happy, but I didn't get to know that it was the son of 7767. Took a shower thinking maybe it had something to do with the bloodlines. Got back and looked at the supply and got excited that mine was the ninth rarest. Checked OpenSea and it turned out it was the son of 7767, exclamation point, exclamation point. So my mind is blown away. I'm beyond grateful and happy. I've been staking and holding my mice since the early days. I love the project and the community. Anonymize is a huge part of NFT history. Also a question for the community. I want to paint anonymize in the streets of my hometown, uh, a town in Estonia. Should we do both the father and the son or only the son? <laughs> so that's, that's the statement of Maria. Maria, thank you so much for sharing that. What a cool story and, and just an awesome thing. And, and what a weird, crazy moment to happen for sure.
0: Yeah, just uh, unbelievable. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer myself that everything happens for a reason and uh, that's uh, it's just I don't know I have no words honestly it's just so strange that that worked out the way that it did but uh, it makes me I don't know kind of uh, warms my heart to think that you know somebody was able to kind of rectify that situation because that would have been such a night, you know, such a bummer to have burned seven, seven, six, seven. But now, you know, she was honestly like repaid, um, by being able to own, uh, the legendary. And I haven't even seen that one yet. I feel like we should pin, pin the tweet at the top so everyone can see it. Is that possible? Uh you we get the image of it by chance, uh, Mouse stuff,
2: Yeah, I don't actually know how to pin stuff in Twitter Spaces, so I can like make you a co-host. And see if you can do it, but I don't actually know how to do it.
0: I think yeah. I asked. I think Fonky made. I think now. I can I, do
3: it. Yeah, let me let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, move on to the next step part, and I'll see if I can find it.
0: For sure. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just uh, that's just so wild, and that's that's so cool, and uh, again, just uncanny. Um, <laughs> so my goodness. So wait, yeah, that it's, was the, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So th- that was the last one, or is there one more? I think that was yep, the last one. That was one. the ninth, ninth, out of nine. Wow. So t- tell us about what that one looks like. Like, what is the? What is the? Was that? Was that the yes, idea of of is, yours or? uh
2: yeah that's actually he's meant to just have like large ears and like an oversized helmet uh you would actually have to ask mouse to have seen you more in depth about the design temperature he's the one that actually had them designed but yeah i really like i really like the way he looks this looks like a little kid in the astronaut helmet which is really what it's meant to be
0: super epic well i'm sure she's very happy uh Bummer that she wasn't able to make it on the show yeah it's like super late in Europe right now so uh uh maybe on another show we can have her have her on and just just so she could share um but yeah, that would, just, yeah that would be amazing yeah I think we need to and uh she uh, you could just by you could tell by the way that she wrote it you know that she's just 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 a cool person so I'm excited to uh to chat with her so yeah uh that's that's that was one. <laughs> One kind of milestone this week for sure, and then, um, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, and I wanted to also touch on um, the alpha that uh, Fonky had had mentioned, so yeah, quite a few great calls in um, the Anonymous Mice Alpha uh, channel this week. So, um, shout out to VGS, I saw him in her earlier, it might his profile may have just like jumped to the bottom, but. He he was or it it not was he is one of the um, mice alpha quote well actual like mice alpha roles so we have several um, roles that are um, actually named uh, alpha mice I should say so he's one of the ones that's that's kind of working in the background too. Um, just kind of like be a good person to chat to chat with about about certain projects, etc. So, shout out to VGS for um, the Vandals, um, uh, Alpha. Yeah, V's. big shout out. That was a
3: that's a big <clears throat> one. It's it's still rolling too, which is crazy. Like I don't that that wasn't that was one that I wasn't expecting to be something big, but fantastic, fantastic find.
0: Yeah, and I think even Punk Four One Five Six, I believe. Or I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah, I believe Punk4156 from the Nouns team had actually tweeted, unless, unless what I saw was like a fabrication or something. But it looked like he had tweeted as well that he, he liked the art. So, you know, even to just get a small endorsement like that from Nouns is a huge deal. So um, very cool. Uh, And then Feudals as well, which, you know, it looks like it's approaching 2F at the moment. That's been a a big one. Absolutely. And then what was the other one, Fonky, that you had mentioned? I can't. Chain Runners, right? Yeah, Chain Runners.
3: I mean, that was something that, like, you know, I think one of the coolest things about that project was it came up in our Discord because as we we've talked about mostly like we're we're big fans of on chain projects at uh anonymized because we're on chain and, and big believers in it and i just think it was a really cool i know they had a really awesome minting process that was something they kind of built a really cool front end for it um but you know it's a really pretty cool look and i think the nice thing is like we the community and really i think it was again the call out chip and, and skelly both had like a lot of faith in it and kind of helped the rest of us kind of see what was cool about it and you know, just finding that kind of stuff early is a really cool advantage to a community like this. And, and I think that was an awesome one for sure.
0: Absolutely. And it's, it seems like my alpha has kind of gone quite crazy since our last, uh, Meeting uh, in our last Twitter Spaces last week. It's been it's been wild. It's 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 a lot of fun in there right now. So, for those of you that are listening that are are not um, um, an owner of anonymous a, g- a great way to be able to um, be a part of our community and uh, hang out in mice is just to purchase a baby mice, which. Um, are definitely still an approachable price, so just a little tip there if anyone's interested. Uh, Eddie, uh, did you did uh, were, were, did you hear about feudal's or uh, chain runners or um, noun at all? Like, did you see that in Wall Street Kongs by chance or anything along those lines?
1: Uh, not too much. I've been really busy these past few days with my um nft i'm working on so i haven't been hanging out in there too much uh sadly but you know i do go in and check from time to time and i saw a little bit of talk but i don't know too many like details about it oh epic
0: well now that you said it can you can you tell us a little more about this about this nft you're you're speaking of i'm sure it's i'm sure you can't say too much but if there's anything you can tell us about that would
1: be awesome Yeah, for sure. Uh, You know, uh, I'm working with some artists right now to make sure the art is on point. Uh, As we get closer and closer to having it ready, I'll definitely post some teasers. But uh, I do want to bring a little bit more like in real life utility. Uh, So that's what I'm going for. Uh, Of course, metaverse ambitions, uh, play to earn as well. But I do feel like after going to NFT NYC. And kind of seeing the energy of people getting together, uh, you know, it just kind of inspired me to kind of have uh, a project on my own that will enable people uh, to get together too. So I'm, I'm very excited to announce more here in the future. Just been super busy working on it.
5: <laughs>
0: That's amazing, Eddie. I, I can't wait to hear more about it. Um, and I, I feel you there uh, for, you know, for, for those of you that, Uh, weren't with us during um, NFT NYC. Uh, Yeah, that's actually where Eddie and I met in person, IRL. Uh, We uh, met at the Kongs party at uh, 60 Lower East Side in New York City. Um, Shout out to uh, Inverted Kongs, by the way. That show, or that uh, event was amazing. It was amazing. Like, we went to the first. The first event I went to was Creature World, um, which was in a warehouse in Williamsburg, and Danny Cole had this like giant installation in there that he he took a month to build, and it was just like a vibe in there. It was so amazing, just the energy and the people there, uh, just had me so pumped for for what's next with NFTs. And then um, the next event that I really loved, like those were probably the top 2 out of 3 was um the uh Kongs event at uh 60 Lower East Side that uh Inverted had uh planned and hosted that was amazing like the Axie Infinity girls were there they were so much fun like running around uh just like spreading uh great positivity and great energy um and uh Blondish was the D- uh was the DJ for the night um just met so many great people and that that was my first time to actually like interact with Kong's uh actual Kong's members IRL and it was it was unforgettable honestly like I I feel like I just vibe with the Kong so much and uh yeah Eddie and I met there and then uh the next day we we went to this really cool Italian restaurant um gosh what area was that like Kind of on the, the hey kind of sorry
3: race car can I interrupt you real fast I want to tell everybody yeah I, I also could not um, find a way to pin the tweet so if you want to see a uh, seven uh, son seven of seven, uh, seven six seven please go check out our uh, discord general it's in the it's in the general uh, section of the discord so that's uh that's where it is apologies to everybody
0: still learning for faces y'all so sometimes it works for me, sometimes it doesn't. Did you see, did you try and do it for mobile and just hit share? And then at the very top, there should be a little. Uh,
3: I'll, uh, let me see. I'll try if I can figure it out.
0: Oh, we might as well keep moving
3: on anyway, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll see what I can, I'll see what I can figure out while we're doing it.
0: Absolutely. So uh, yeah, we, we had went to this really awesome Italian restaurant, like in the East village the next day. And uh, that's Eddie, Eddie and I had lunch with some of our friends. And then we ended up going to uh, Gary V's secret wine party um, later that night. So, uh, the reason why I just mentioned all that was just that, you know, uh, kind of on topic with Eddie's NFT and bringing people together in IRL. Just, it, it was just absolutely insane having so many people um, within the community um, together um, during NFT NYC. Just, So many great events, so many really bright and intelligent and forward-thinking, progressive people. Um, Just so great. So can't wait for the next one, honestly. Um, I know there's some pretty cool stuff coming up soon, like uh, Ethereum, I can't remember what they called it, but it's like F, Ethereum uh, Meet Denver or something like that. I'm actually from Denver. That's my hometown. So that's coming up in uh, February, I believe. So definitely we'll have to... um, make a trip out for that as well but but yeah um just so exciting to actually like meet a lot of these people irl um and then yeah it looks like VGS actually jumped up Were you were VGS, were you there when uh, when What's i up? gave you that shout out real just a moment ago
6: people were pinging me to to jump in the space so i would missed it but um i'm i'm grateful for the shout out i don't think i deserve it though i'm usually just boosting signal that other mice are sending me in the chat so Shout out to all the different people who helped find the projects that were really successful this week. I'm just a, I'm just a pumper and an aggressive mint guy. So <laughs> I, I would, I I would definitely not take all the credit myself. The cool thing
3: about it is, it, it, as I say, it feels like a. It sometimes it's like a collective moment, right? It's always that time when everybody kind of like somebody puts something in there, and then all of a sudden there's a collective moment, and we're all kind of figure it out.
6: Yeah, I mean. I, what I will say is that I had to defend the Nandals pretty hard for a while because people were <laughs> slamming me so much for minting so many, and and I think the same with the Feudals, to be honest. But I think the people who held on have, have won pretty big now. So I think what Feudals are at one point five, nearly two ETH or something.
5: Nandals yeah, nearly crazy. one ETH.
6: So yeah, yeah, it's been it's been pretty crazy, and we've been lucky enough to trade with with Josh, who is obviously pumping all of our bags. So very grateful to him too. If he's listening, I don't think so. But um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great couple of weeks for us in the alpha chat.
3: That's awesome.
6: All right, Absolutely. so we move on
3: to uh, uh, our our on chain chat with the, our friend Mr. Mouse Dev here.
0: Yeah, and real real quick. Just since it's his first time, I was just going to see if uh, VGS could like if you could introduce yourself. Like, t- I, I, w- while you were gone. I just had mentioned that you know we we had given you the uh alpha um, alpha mice role and uh yeah mm-hmm. i mean i feel like you're you know you're a really exciting individual you're, you're you have a lot of cool things working in the background so yeah if you, if you i'd love for you to just take a moment and uh
6: introduce yourself
0: sure so um
6: i uh i'm actually pretty new to nfts in a lot of ways but i can kind of tell you how i got involved i um I'm I'm in tech, so I have kind of a background in uh, with software, and, and I build I build software. I have a, a company that does that, and manage those teams. So I've been exposed to to tech for a while, but wasn't really was only kind of tangentially um, exposed to NFTs. And then one day, uh, I was scrolling Twitter, and uh, Dom Hoffman tweeted out a link to an Ether scan. And it was like August twenty eighth or something. And I had like a couple hundred dollars of Ethereum in my wallet, but I had never really invested heavily in crypto just because I didn't, I've never had a lot of money. I'm a startup guy. So I to pay myself as little as I can to invest as much as I can in my business. And, um, and yeah, I minted two OG loot bags and my life changed very, very quickly after that. Um, after that, I really started diving into the communities and, and like met a lot of traders and tried to learn how these guys were becoming so successful. Um, I used my loot liquidity then to I minted toads. You'll see my PFP is a ghost toad. I was very lucky to snipe this at about nine ETH and uh, and and I've made you know a, a few a few great kind of mints since then, Kaiju kings, apes, um, feudals now, noundals, mice, uh, of course, as well was a big win. and um, and I guess it just kind of suited my personality. I'm like very risk on. I move very, very quickly, so I've just been able to uh, to keep up with the pace of this market. Um, and I'm just very gen- generally extremely bullish on NFTs to the point that my business now, uh, we, we're applying the technology we build to the NFT market, and MICE will be some of the first people to see what we're building, but at a high level, um, at a high level, we're building a very, very trader-specific NFT product um, that I'm not going to get into too much, but But right now, you guys are jumping all over the place between a lot of platforms, and we're going to make you one home where you can do everything. So, yeah, that's that's, awesome, man.
3: That sounds cool. Like, what? That's actually. uh, What can you say? Like, what part of the startup world you come from? Uh, What do you mean by that? Well, like, what what is your background mostly? Is it Hmm. in like consumer tech, or is it?
6: Yeah. So before I before I uh, before we really started going deep into crypto, um, we, we were actually we raised our first round as an AI r and d company. Um, my first kind of really deep intellectual passion in tech was around AI, um, specifically like machine learning, but also symbolic AI if any any AI nerds in the in the audience. And, and my co-founder and I were working on some pretty cool stuff there related to text data. Um, so luckily, you know a lot of the NFT space is driven by text data on Twitter and Discord. And uh, so it was really just a matter of applying what we'd already worked on to the kind of information that is flowing through these channels. So um, awesome. that was kind of my background coming into yeah. this. Yeah,
3: I mean, what I just want to ask in some ways, because one of the things we talk about a lot with the community is just how many people in it are coming from a background of
6: being builders in this world
3: or being people that have like a technical background. But it's just another cool story to hear from the Mice community. It's like, yeah, we all are collectors and we're into this stuff, but also there's a ton of us in this community who are actually building things in different ways. So anyway, that's awesome, dude. Thanks, nice, nice to chat with you.
6: Yeah, you guys too. I'm uh it's nice to put a voice to some of these names. I've spoken to uh to on the phone. Um, is Mouse Deb there? Is is that yep. Mouse Dev yeah, in the yeah, top yeah. there?
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, he's
6: here. Yep. Nice to nice to speak to you, man. It's yeah, been uh, been good chatting to you. As you know I'm a huge fan, so I appreciate it. Um, awesome. So what, what 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 has kind of been the topics of discussion so far?
0: Yeah, so tonight we uh, we have just two two main topics. We we ran like super late last time. We went for like an hour or what, two hours and a half or something like that. Yeah, so, two and a um, half hours. It was too yeah. long. Yeah. So tonight we're we're gonna you know keep it a bit short for sure. Uh, you know, just probably an hour, like hour and a half max. But um, two two main topics tonight. Um, first off, we're gonna we're gonna chat with Mouse Dev about um, a little bit about on chain. And then um, we we have a very special guest tonight. We have Eddie as Kong, so uh, he, we're going to chat with Eddie about community. Chat about Kongs. Um, uh, are you familiar with uh, with Eddie quite yet? I am. Yes, ask?
6: I actually was on his YouTube channel about a week ago, I think. Oh, you at, were. <laughs> I was. Yeah. So good to see you up here, Eddie. I'm. Uh, hey, I like the I, I like the Kongs. I mean, obviously, we we've uh, in the Alpha chat taking a lot of inspiration from from the Kongs community. So I'm. Uh, Excited to have him here. That's great.
0: Absolutely, and uh, yeah. Before before we before we move on, VGS. Yeah, I just uh, every time I see your profile picture, I just like my eyes light up. <laughs> I love that. Co- I love that ghost toad so
6: much. Another big FOMO of mine. <laughs> this is uh, this is one of my babies. I'm uh, very. I I, will, I don't know if I can ever sell it. It's 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 obviously like my most valuable my most valuable piece, and I don't have huge amounts of money so it's very meaningful but it's also it's like so wrapped up in my my digital identity now i don't know what to do but uh yeah thank you i appreciate it
0: absolutely yeah it's a big flex for sure so uh yeah let's uh let's go ahead and move on here we're gonna chat with uh, mouse dev about uh the importance of on chain um so yeah it was, it's you know it's been a big week for on chain projects um we just want to chat a little bit about what makes on-chain development uh, super important. Like, I mean, Chain Runners was on Good Time Show the other day. Did you you know when that aired by chance, Funky? Um, I think it was, like, about two
3: nights ago, I think. Yeah, they were on the the, – it was so funny because I was, like, I was trying to find my Clubhouse app, which maybe you guys all have this, this experience too, but, like, I deleted it. I couldn't actually find it. Like clearly there was a period of my life during the, during the pandemic where like I was on clubhouse a lot and then it was just gone. So I had to go and find it and I actually missed it. But you know, it's awesome that those guys got, um, got interviewed on there to talk about on chain stuff because I think, you know, obviously the, one of the coolest things about on chain projects. Oh, somebody's making a lot of noise there. I'm not sure who it is. Uh, Anyway. um, One of the coolest things about on chain projects pick getting picked up is it just kind of like opens people's eyes to what it is and, you know, mouse Steph, I was actually wondering, could, uh, you know, getting into on-chain for maybe people who don't fully understand, and, and I will tell everybody, and I think Racecar and I are both the same way, like, I come from the entertainment world, so I don't have a crazy tech background, but what's the, like, explain it like I'm five version of being 100% on-chain? Like, what's the easiest way to explain it to people?
2: Right. Yeah, that's a good question. So basically, uh, all of your NFTs and all the NFTs you own are comprised of generally two things. One is an image and the other is the traits that like define generally the character in the image or the traits of the asset that you own. So uh, off-chain NFTs, which is, you know, the, the massive amount of NFTs that currently exist are ones where the traits and the images are both stored on an entirely off-chain centralized service, which would be something like Amazon, AWS, or no, uh, what am I thinking? S3. Amazon S3 or Google Drive, or literally just someone's someone's API, right? So all of this is just literally stored on file systems around the world that are owned by one or more people, right? Which is really, you know, the antithesis of what blockchain means. And so what on-chain means is your assets, so your image and your metadata are actually literally stored all entirely on the blockchain, right? So they're always retrievable and readable within the confines of the blockchain without needing the help of a centralized service, which is really big for Ethereum because when servers go down and when services go down, you can no longer access your assets if they're off-chain, which is just like pretty bad and sort of the opposite of what this entire movement was meant to be, which is why it's so important for us, for Anonymous to be 100% on-chain no matter what it is that that actually means. Like no matter how hard it is or what it is, we, that's what we have to do. Yeah, the, the main definer for the explain like I'm 5 is the images and the metadata is retrievable on chain without the need of a central server. And you can do it, all you need is like an Ethereum node to be able to view your asset. And that stops the,
3: uh, one thing I'm always curious about with that is like, it's it it limits a little bit about what you can make the image, right? Or I know there's a lot of different, this is somebody coming from a non-technical background, but it has a lot to do with how
2: much image you can fit in the SVG file, is that the name of the file, is that what it's called? um, It's really just arbitrary and it depends upon your method of execution. This is where we start to get less explained, like I'm five.
3: This is like right. a little bit more this is complex. Like 15.
2: Explain it like I'm 15 or right. 20. So yeah. uh, you could, so if you've ever heard of Kohi, Kohi Kintsugi is one of their first releases of their of their idea, similar to Art Blocks, I think, where they'll release projects from artists. What they did was they actually built an entire like imaging rendering service within the blockchain. So it actually literally returns an entire massive image, right? All on chain. A full scale image. However, uh, due to the way that Ethereum read limit works, with a default node, you cannot do it. So as I'm assuming everybody knows, an Ethereum write transaction has uh, a gas limit, of block limit, right? 30 million units of gas. But if you want to read information from the blockchain, that also has a limit set by the provider in which you're using. This is all a bit complex and convoluted, but I'm trying to explain it in a good way. So depending on who your provider is, like if you're going to openC.io, they're actually requesting those images, right, from the the blockchain. So they're setting a limit. So any sort of uh, tokens that have too much of a gas read limit will not be able to actually um, not be able to actually fit within a read transaction. So Kohee, for example, if you actually go to their token you're trying to read it, they actually reference an API because they're uh, their image rendering service is not actually feasibly executable by a traditional node. You'd have to get a custom F node to be able to actually read it, right? So as gas limits increase and as developer innovation increases, then you'll be able to fit more, uh, at more just more complex assets in. Like Anonymize is not the most optimized version, but it was just sort of like my best idea to do what we wanted to do. If you look at like Etherworks, for example, they're really complex because they found an entirely different sort of image compression method, and if you if you like look in their token, your eye you'll see it. It's it's really cool. Same with like furballs. Furballs is actually all is entirely on chain, and their art isn't necessarily pixelated or low res. It's very interesting.
1: But the main That's limiter,
2: what... sorry, the, the main limiter is developer innovation and the block gas limit is really the the, the main thing that stops most projects.
0: Understood. So, and just on, on that topic, uh, so you, as yourself and as you, you know, wrote the anonymized code, um, and then seeing, um, ether orcs be able to store, what is it? I think 64 by 64, 68 by 68. And then from there, you know, they're kind of teasing like gifts on chain and that kind of thing, uh, how I just, I, lo, I would love to hear more about how, how that works. Like how, how did you, did you yourself like know that there w- was perhaps more that could be accomplished?
2: Um, I mean, honestly, there's always more that can be accomplished. It's just about learning and doing it. So like looking back at the anonymized method, it looks simple from the future, but when I was developing it, it was quite complex to me. So all innovations in tech seem to look easy once they've been done and the future innovations all look impossible, right? And so the Etherworks innovation was was like, it was the next step. It was the next needed step within the, like the innovation of on-chain technology. And I think it's going to get pretty intense as we continue to go on. I'm pretty sure, I think this is probably an unfounded claim, but I think Wolfgame uses a very similar uh, technology. It's, it's going to be the one that we actually see like used very often and likely within the next stages of anonymize as well. Or maybe you cool. find them, but that's—it's very hard to come up with innovations. That's why they're generally rewarded. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, hey, what was the first on-chain
3: product project that you heard about when you first started up? Like, do you remember what the first
2: one was? Um, yeah. So, interestingly enough, when I was learning about NFTs, I immediately thought that all NFTs were on-chain. When me and Dev Senior were like talking about, do you think you can hit yourself real quick, race car? Whoops, sorry. When uh when Senior first introduced me to NFTs, I actually was under the impression they were all on chain and off chain just wasn't a thing because that at the time that did like really did not make sense to me. Like, why would you even care if you know the image is stored on S three or somewhere? Like, it wouldn't really matter. And so I eventually then learned that everything was off chain. And that's why I was like, all right, they need to, we need to not do this. And so we decided for our project that it was going to be on chain and it was going to be like different than the others. Um, yeah, my favorite, I mean, Loot is a good one. That was where like a lot of people's uh, ideas were challenged. You know, it was people sort of started to realize what could be done. I'm pretty sure Avastars was, was a pretty early, like fully on chain one. That one was pretty neat. Uh, Oh, no, I can't think of too many of. That's awesome why
3: well, yeah, yeah, I mean it, it what's interesting about it is like, oh, I know I was going to ask you because I don't really totally understand this now, are cryptopunks on chain or are they not on chain? I've heard different things, and I,
2: so, I don't actually know yeah the what's the answer and that? i was
0: I was about to ask that question too, be and they were they were not at first, right, and then they migrated to on chain. Is that correct, mouse Dev?
2: right. Yeah, so don't take anything of what I'm saying for gospel right now. I have not I'm pretty sure I know what happened, but I could be totally wrong and I'd love to be corrected. Um what I'm pretty sure what happened was the initial release of Cryptopunks was not on-chain and they were just just straight up off-chain, right? However, as time went on, they were able to come up with a method for storing all Cryptopunks on-chain and you can actually look up Cryptopunks on-chain it's its own separate contract. That you can query a token ID with, and it'll return you, you know, a whole image. However, that is separate from the actual CryptoPunks contract. That's that. That's at least that's my understanding of it. Like they made a new implementation, and they made that on chain, and made it retroactively fit all of the previous uh, CryptoPunks. So that's yeah. yeah that, that I'm pretty certain that's what happened. So they
7: are, but that's the original contract
2: is not.
3: Got it. All right. Interesting. Huh. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Um, well, you know, I was also wondering, like, what, you know, for people who are considering it either in the audience or even other mice, like, what do you think is a, uh, what, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced in making this kind of project? And what do you think going forward, people are going to struggle with a lot? Like, are there things that are like, obviously you're talking about the evolution of product and how things change over time and, and iterative added ons and working with other people's code. But like, what, what was the hardest thing
2: that you struggled with when you first were making it? Yeah, there device? are many. <laughs> So uh, the first one is uh, lack of documentation. There is little to no documentation about how to do on-chain NFTs. Like OpenSea has almost no documentation on how they want to receive your metadata from a contract. So I literally just had to like look at other projects and try to like replicate their format, right? Like I had to look at, uh, well, I looked at loot and all the loot derivatives, obviously. And I had to like, all right, I think this is how you're supposed to do it. And then I just had to kind of send it, you know, like, I hope this works. Another really big challenge was uh, the block gas limit, as I was stating earlier. So I'll try to explain it in the simplest terms possible. When you do a write transaction to the network, you have a limit of gas, which I think is currently 30 million in the entire block. Now, no one ever uses that much and it's shared by the, you know, the entire block. There's the other side of the dime, which is uh, read transactions. Those don't cost any money, but they still have a limit. However, it's the, it's the user that's reading it from the chain that defines that limit for you. And they don't tell you what theirs is. So OpenSeas is, is completely hidden to the public as to how much gas they're giving you for reading stuff. Right, so that changes drastically based on, you know, what project it is that you're doing. And so the biggest thing you would do as a developer is trying to keep your gas limits down as much as possible for the reading transactions. So like iterating through all the pixels, combining all the pixels into one image, takes up a lot of data and on certain providers they don't set enough gas and therefore it'll fail to even return an image. So it'll just say transaction reverted as I'm sure you've all heard before. It'll just keep saying that over and over again when we try to query it. And that was especially prevalent when we uh, went to anonymized breeding. When we did the, the method that had an incubator with two parents and it actually showed the parents and all that was actually on chain. Like it actually retrieved the two parents uh, SVGs and combined it into one big SVG which effectively doubles the amount of gas that um, the parent transaction would have used because it, it you know uses two parents and one parent transaction was actually towards the upper bound limit of the like you know the gas read limit and so this posed a lot of really interesting problems that we just had to fix stuff like that is just you sort of out in the cold in this industry at the moment because it's so new that there just is barely any documentation So it's pretty impressive when uh, contracts are able to really effectively pull off on-chain and it really, you know, garners my respect when I see them do that.
3: Yeah, what is, uh, speaking of that, are there any, as somebody who like writes contracts and, and does coding, like are there contracts that you've seen either lately or in the past that like when you look at it, it's almost like, whoa, this is like incredible code. Like is there some one particular one or a couple particular contracts that you've been impressed by Um,
2: the first one that comes to mind is Etherworks. People don't really realize just how amazing like what they did was like with their, uh, with the way that they compressed their images, they took all their pixel art and they compressed it down to the smallest possible version. It could be in PNG form. So it would literally end up being 60 by 60 pixels, which is like bytes of data. Right. And then they would use SVG tactics to, uh, blow it up to the highest possible uh, resolution it could be, which was just like extremely impressive. And it was very effective at actually doing their task. And when I saw it, I was just like blown out of the water because I just did not believe that they were able to fit like 60 by 60 images on chain. And it, it was just, it was really cool.
0: That's awesome. super cool. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, race car. Go ahead. Oh, no, all, all good. I, I was just going to say, just to explain to those of us in the room who are, you know, not very uh tech savvy so uh, essentially like the the image let take anonymize for example like it's actually like inscribed on the blockchain is that correct and that's why there are like
2: inscribed- so kind of it's it's going to get a little bit unexplained like i'm five again real quick so when you minted an anonymous during the launch our process went through all of the steps um of all of the traits that build a mouse and it ran a random number generator every time right so it was like what hat do i make and then it ran that and it said all right you get hat three which is you know this hat and we also stored every trade on there so if you ever i don't know find it interesting you can go to etherscan you can go to the anonymized contract and if you go to contract and then read contract and token id to hash and enter your token id you'll get back like a nine digit string which contains all of the traits Of your mouse and that's like the data that defines the traits within your mouse right so when you then actually read your mouse what it does is it goes and it just like kind of unfolds that into all of the individual traits that make it up so it doesn't literally store your actual data on it but every time you read it it regenerates the image of your mouse it's much more cost efficient that way and the minting price would have been obscene if it would have like saved your uh, mouse onto the blockchain every time that's like the basic way That's amazing. Hey, I think we have a
3: request for a, for a question, probably here. Do you mind if I bring this? Person yeah, go back? right ahead. Sure. Yeah, thanks for thanks okay. for
0: sharing that, now, That's the. I feel like that's just like a, a great way to explain it to to those of us that are not very tech savvy, and that's that's just so cool. I mean, it's just uh, even if you don't have a like tech background, that just that's really fascinating to me. So, yeah, thank you for um, explaining. And then, yeah, it looks like we have Board Ape Legionnaire up. Yeah, How are you sure? W P H O? Yeah. Hey, guys.
5: Hello. Hey, thanks for uh, pulling me up. I wasn't sure if I should request, I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, oh, no, go right ahead. But it, yeah, so um, this, uh, so the mice has been, um, Mouse Dev is pretty, looks like been pretty much uh, the only on chain project that hasn't had um, tons of problems, like uh, Ben Ballers, Wolfgain. Um, a lot of these on-chain projects, and I know I think even one or two of them have probably reached out um, to you, Mastev, um, for help. So I'm just curious as to um, when when these projects, you know, they just thought it was kind of a, a quick thing and easy thing to say that we're going to go on-chain, and they didn't know the significance and how deep, um, you know, that th- they had to get into... To coding and forward thinking on some of this stuff. So um, you know, Wolf Games had two exploits, um, you know, Ben Ballers, you know, they've they've paused their minting again. Um, and so it just seems like it's a lot more complex and um and difficult than people are giving it credit for. Um, and um so so props to you, number one, I guess. Number two, what what are your thoughts on some of that stuff and and maybe you're under NDA or maybe you're not, but for those projects are, are, I know they kind of pulled some people in. Is it, um, just part like ignorance and just part, not understanding the full magnitude of how to do, you know, an on chain project.
2: Right. That's, that's a really good question. I appreciate all the nice things you said. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a, an, an interesting question. Um, one big thing I think it might be is just experience. So if you look at one of the Wolf Game exploits, uh, the one that I think his name was like not stupid or something, something like that. Like literally that was his name. If you uh, remember the exploit he found, it was the one where it would transfer the, the millions of wall. Yeah. Right. So that's actually an extremely common exploit, right? That's very well known. It's called a reentrancy. And it's actually how the, uh, if you remember Ethereum classic, it's actually how the Ethereum classic, uh, coin was started, right? How the DAO hack happened and, and all that went down. So I've actually avoided certain things like that by just having knowledge of these things that have gone down. Right. So by knowing about what's happening in the past and researching potential pitfalls, I've actually been able to purposely avoid them. Right. That's one. Another one is also just very extensive testing. I personally do just tons and tons and tons of testing, right? I, I, I try not to launch anything that is untested. Now, I hope these words don't come back to me at some point in the future, but um, we are, it, it is it, it is very nice to have seen the uh, how unbuggy our contracts have been. Although we do have one uh, bug in the Chief contract that we were pretty opaque with, and they're not opaque? Pretty clear with in the beginning, but we've had no actual, user affecting bugs or user affecting exploits at all. And I'm, I'm very happy with how that's turned out. And I think it's just mm-hmm. a result of uh, knowledge, experience, and uh, just extensive testing, I think. And also, I, I never tried to get, if you notice with uh, anonymized breeding, the gas prices are not extremely cheap. I never tried to get too overly fancy with my techniques. I don't try to like skirt the boundaries and cut corners. I really just want, I, I focus on like usability and code quality over necessarily code efficiency, which you could have an argument of like, you know, on the Ethereum blockchain with with block space being so uh, precious, you should, but it, it really all is just a trade-off depending on like what your coding style is. And mine is much more on robust safety and security as opposed to necessarily like lower gas prices. And so for me personally, that is something
5: that I have found to be a good trade off Gotcha. Thank you. And just, sorry, one quick follow up. So how does, how does, how does all of what you've done in the past or t- prepared you for what the next steps may be for, um, utility or anything with, with mice and on chain with what you've learned or what you built? It, is there uh, roadblocks to some of that stuff or have you forward thought some of um, what could still be developed and you know, from a utility perspective, given it's on chain?
2: Yeah, good question. So the next steps of Anonymous will be on chain and luckily, well, I shouldn't even actually say luckily, I did this on purpose. Uh, the anonymized breeding contract is actually made of two contracts. You know, I, I, I thought of this before I launched it. There's the breeding and then there's a the descriptor. And the scripter is able to return the image for the breeding contract when you request it from you know the breeding contract's token URI, and so this next phase, hopefully, in order to not uh, increase supply, will actually I'll put another contract in between them, and so I'm not going to give the, the details are all thought out, but I'm not going to spoil it, um, and I'll be able to actually modify the baby mouse that is returned through the middle contract, and if it had if it's not modified, I'll actually return the original baby mouse. And this is still a method I'm I'm trying to prove as working. I don't know if it'll work, but I'm almost certain it will. And so that's like an example of something that I have learned and you know had the forethought to do when building anonymous breeding. Another one is the Etherworks method that I've learned. That one is going to be that one's going to be really cool. Going to allow us to do a lot of really interesting interesting stuff that we will see. We have it all planned out. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but I feel like I gave enough just then.
5: Yeah, no, no worries. yeah, no, thank you. I, I didn't mean to take it off rail or anything, but just I uh, was curious. No, it was a great question. Religion. So Cool, man. Thank you. Thanks for coming up, man. We great, appreciate it. That's great awesome. stuff. Really,
2: really, cool. really good questions. We appreciate it.
5: Thank you. Great stuff, guys. I didn't, man, so underrated. As soon as people start catching on, I think it's just going to fly. So good luck, y'all.
0: Thank
3: you, That's sir. awesome. Um, I think we have – we have one more request for, for mouse dev, I think. And then I want to move, make sure we move on to Eddie, but are you take, cool to take one more question? I think as, there as are
8: as we need.
2: two, it looks like the, a couple or a couple or like two. Yeah. And then there's um, another and, one requested. Okay. I don't know if we want to get to him or not, if we have time before we want to get to Eddie.
3: I'm going to let this guy, I don't know what, or, or woman, but <laughs> the So here, Blyard, I'm bringing you up. We'll see how this goes. All right. Belier, uh, you are now speaking or almost speaking. Oh, uh, we
0: have here. There are three ahead. So let's see. First off, I think we. Oh, okay, have... my fault. No, you're good. I'm bad at I'm bad at spaces. You're though, good. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> uh, I think at, first off, it was uh, Remnant here. Uh, Remnant, go right ahead, sir. Welcome. How are you? Hey,
8: doing great. Thank you all so much for putting this space together. I'm so glad I found you guys. Um, Mouse Dev here is dropping some serious alpha for, for a fellow on-chain dev. I'm just uh, just downloaded the Etherworks contract and the Anonymize contract and uh, learning from you guys. So super appreciative. I've got two quick questions for y'all, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. What are they? Um, the first one is, uh, would you recommend any like developer communities for folks looking to learn and, and grow in, uh, on-chain in particular?
2: um i don't actually know of any because i was not actually a part of any i kind (laughs) of just had to learn it on my own uh the anonymous one's a good one if you go into the builder chat i'm pretty sure we actually have a lot of a lot of people always willing to talk to you or honestly just dm me if you have like uh, legitimate questions about stuff you know i'm always down to help or honestly just in the general chat we got tons of devs you know that's kind of like the general theme of anonymize is we're like the tech forward, like you know, builders. So if you if you ever have questions, you always feel free to come in and ask us. You know, we can give you like a, a thorough thought out answer. And if you want a more like specific one, you can actually just DM me about you know any question you have. Awesome,
8: hell yeah, um, I'll be there. Um, I so I ended up learning a lot from the loot contract as well, and I went in sort of an art blocks direction. Um, I got kind of held up because I was trying to base sixty four encode HTML and have like a JavaScript renderer for my art. Um, and the problem was OpenSea doesn't support base 64 encoded HTML yet. Um, so I ended up yeah. making it a toggle <laughs> to like switch it on or off. But I, the reason I bring it up is because I'm curious, like where you stand on sort of, um, do you still consider that on chain enough, I guess, if the render um, itself is HTML? St-
2: yeah, that's a really good question. So uh, I can use just Artblocks as a, as a basic example. I, I assume you're, staying, you're saying, so like with Artblocks, the way they do it is they, they upload a, a JS script that applies to each project and then you can get your uh, hatch for a token and run that through the script. So by the literal definition of on-chain, that would be on-chain because all you actually need is an Ethereum node. That's sort of my definition is like, if you're given an Ethereum node, can you view your assets? That's really like what it comes down to. Now, is it convenient? Is it like the best? No. Like what I really like about anonymize is with one singular function, you just get your image, right? And then that's that. You know, you have to base sixty four decode it, obviously, but you don't have to like like you'd have to create a JS file. You'd have to put their script in your JS file, then you'd have to execute it with your hash, which is all feasible and possible. But I don't know. It's it's just not. The best, and we—I actually have an interesting story regarding that. If we, you know, have time for it in the future, but that—that's really my opinion on that. It is literally 100% on chain, but it—it doesn't have that nice, you know, appeal to it of being able to actually literally just get your image straight from the contract.
8: A little more friction, yeah, hundred
2: percent. Yeah.
8: Thank you all. Yeah, man. Thanks for your thank, questions.
0: Thank you. Okay, cool. Uh, next up, we have uh, Sifian. Sifian, how are you? Welcome.
5: Hey, I'm good. How you guys doing?
0: Great. Glad glad to have you.
5: Hey, I'm happy to be here. I just don't yeah. really know where I am. I got a notification on my phone, so I pulled up and I saw Request Mike, and I thought it was stand-up night, so I wanted to perform some material because I got quite an audience in here, you know what I mean? Uh, you guys got time? You guys got time for that?
0: Shoot, you know, I would love to, my man. Uh we were on a bit of a tight schedule tonight and we have like a couple topics that were that we're going over. What did you have in mind?
5: Uh nah, like
0: I appreciate it. Well, yeah, were you do you really have an act you want you want to
3: do? I don't know. This is this is an interesting audience for that.
5: Uh yeah, I have not like a, a whole 15 minute set cuz I don't really, you know, my food's here. I got to get up and go, but I'll hit you guys with a joke.
3: I'm okay? In? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. what you got? Shoot. That's it. <laughs>
5: All right, all right. All right. <laughs> so why'd the chicken cross the road?
0: Let's hear it. Why? I don't
5: know. I never had no joke. I got to go. I'm embarrassed. Oh, man. <laughs> no. I thought it was good. Fun. There
0: you go, man. <laughs> wow. That's honestly better than a joke, though. Don't
2: worry about it. Yeah,
3: was, I agree.
2: Great. I agree.
3: We got rugged. We got rugged by a comedian. <laughs>
0: he's like i don't even know where i am right now (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness amazing great amazing no that was uh let's see who where oops did we lose the 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 third person i think we may have unfortunately looks like i got one more
3: person there was a couple more requests that came in but maybe one more and then we get over to eddie
0: yeah, let's do that. Okay, cool. One more. We'll yeah, do, we could do um, uh, what a time to be alive here. I'll add him as a speaker real quick. I just did. Yeah, we're all set. Okay, cool. What a time to be alive. I agree with your, with your uh, uh, handle there, sir. Welcome. How are you? And uh, make sure and unmute your mic. Bottom left corner if you're on mobile. Oh, what a time to be live! Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see.
3: I got a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you,
2: better a, you better have a joke. i a time I'm to be live! Recording in the soundcard thing after that was <laughs> that was hilarious.
0: Okay, clip out. Okay, we'll 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 skip him, and then at the end, if we have time, we can we can go back to the the rest of the uh, people with questions. All right, cool. So. Again, let's 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 get back on track here. We have Eddie as Kong's here tonight. The legend, the man, the myth, the legend, and honestly, just such a genuine and great guy. Like, it's been a long time since I've met someone where where you meet that person and you're like, wow, that guy is just a great person. So, always a pleasure to have you, Eddie uh so happy to be able to know you personally and have met you in in real life and uh really excited for the the things that you have to come and uh for the future and for the future of NFTs so jump in uh, i'd love to first how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself
1: yeah for sure you know thank you so much again for having me here uh just before i start i just wanted to say this is one of the best spaces i've ever heard <laughs> in terms of like the knowledge from everybody speaking, uh, the questions being asked, uh, maybe even that joke earlier that rugged us, right? Like, you know, it like, uh, feels like the spaces has everything. <laughs> <laughs> and that was
3: maybe my favorite spaces moment I've ever had as well. So absolutely.
1: Yeah, that definitely never seen that. So it's fun, but, uh, <laughs> you know, a little bit about me. So, uh, you know, like, you know college kid you know i worked a little bit in supply logistics i was in a doctorate earlier this year uh dropped out actually because they wouldn't let me write about DeFi. so you know i was like you know what this sucks like let me just go full in and just do DeFi myself <laughs> without having to write about it uh so i've been always like into the crypto space from like 2014 from like mining bitcoin back then selling it like way before you know like what the prices are today uh, and then jumping in Ethereum since 2017, you know, going for PTSD with the market between 2018 to, like, what, like, end of last year, right? So, uh, just been into this space for a while, but I didn't really join the NFT space until, like, earlier this year, like, around, like, January, February timeframe uh, with uh, with CryptoPunks. So, uh you know that's kind of like my story so far, but what really got me into NFTs was just not knowing what they are, just curiosity. I was like, What are these things? Like, what's going on? I see these punks selling for you know 510, 600 Ethereum for like an alien. I was like, Well, what's going on? Right? Uh, so I kind of like, like the aspect of a community, I joined their Discord. And I saw people were talking there, like everybody was supporting each other. So I was like, you know what, this is kind of cool. Like, you know, I can see like how this is better than, you know, crypto trading where there's no community. Uh, So I kind of jumped in and, you know, bought myself a a few punks back then. I believe I started off with like five or six punks. And, uh, you you know, at the time I saved up a lot during the bear. uh, and, And those five, six punks I bought, you know, I thought I was late to the show. They were like four or five Ethereum just about. And I was looking at prices like, you know, five months before that, they were like below one ETH. So I was like, oh man, you know, I'm, I'm buying at the top. <laughs> uh, but little did we know, right? Like how much more they were going to grow. And, uh, you know, like that's why I always preach on my Twitter. Like, Hey, it's never too late. Like this market is so young. There's so much development, like anonymized didn't exist. Kongs didn't exist back then. And look how much this market has come since then. So, uh, I started off with NFTs, with, uh, CryptoPunks crypto punks and, uh, you know that's kind of like my my beginning
3: that's so cool man what what um tell me about the beginning of your time with kongs because uh, i'm just so curious to know like when did you start to get connected with them were you there in the very very beginning and and did you know the artists or had you kind of were you in the discord really early like what was your start off with kongs
1: yeah so um, for kongs like i was in the larval labs and the punk discord for like a month and a half maybe Uh, And then come, like, early March, uh, you know, like, there was, I guess, like, kind of like an alpha channel in Larva Labs where people would just talk about, like, new upcoming projects, like, hey, everybody look into this. And I just remember one day, like, early March, I believe it was, like, March 4th or March 5th of this year, uh, somebody posted a photo of a Kong. You know, I just saw it for the first time. And as you know, Punks already have, like, their ape collection. I believe it's only, like, 24 of them. But even at the time, back in, like, March, you know, Time frame, they were like six hundred plus ETH, like you know, for for one of them, you know, they were pretty expensive, like hundreds of ETH, and I didn't have that kind of money, so I was like, man, these cons look even better. They got all these colors, they got the rainbow shades, they got all this awesome stuff on them, and I was like, you know, they're cheaper, they're a new collection. Let me just jump in their Discord. So uh, I kind of talked to Emio. M- um, that's kind of like when the team started coming together. I met Coco, Nate uh scaly like you know kind of like the first OGs and you know just the the quality of their their discord was so amazing like early on like you could tell like everybody really uh like everybody wanted to do something like everybody's like hey I'm going to build the twitter bot I'm going to make the sales bot I'm going to do this like everybody was jumping in like helping each other so when I saw that, I was like, man, this is a great project. So I ended up buying, like, maybe, like, five or six Kongs for, like, I don't know, like, what the price was at the time. But they were very cheap. Like, I, I believe, like, in the first few days when they launched, it, the, you know, their 1000 Genesis collection, uh, they they'd launched for, like, 0.01 ETH, right? <laughs> like, it was, like, unbelievable cheap uh and it was kind of like a stealth drop too like uh mio i believe minted all of them and he just listed them for sale like super cheap on OpenSea. uh and you know i saw them in punk's discord and i just grabbed six off the bat uh, when i found out about them uh, day one
0: that's amazing that's amazing like quite the gosh quite the story i mean they that is just so strong it's so powerful and uh, i i love it I, again like uh, like i mentioned earlier it's just it's always been massive fomo for me so tell me tell me more about the the beginning like how how did it get to the point where it is today like that's you know coco's is awesome like a lot of the internal team are just you know they're 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 very they're very strong players in the space so um, tell us a little bit more about like how it kind of like built up to where it is today.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, the, the biggest thing was at the beginning of everything, there's only 1000 Genesis and uh, there was not too many owners to be honest. Uh, uh at first, you know, because only a thousand, you know, you're not going to have that many owners anyway. So, uh, even today, I, I believe there's only like less than 400 Genesis owners. So imagine back then, right. Even, you know, probably less, maybe a hundred or something, 200 at the most. Uh, so uh, the the problem was how can we build a bigger community with such a low supply? So uh, Coco, uh, he's been around the space since 2018 with Axie Infinity. He's one of the Jiga Chads over there, <laughs> so he has a lot of experience in uh, talking to G Hos and uh, some of the big big uh, players from Axie. So. Uh, Pretty much like the idea came between him and Mio uh, to to start a breeding process and use tokenomics for a PFP, which at the time was kind of unique, you know, you kind of see that. Uh, maybe an Axie and other things but pretty much bringing it over to nfts and like pfps was kind of like uh new it was like undone before so uh they they kind of came up with the idea like hey we need more owners we need a bigger community we need to introduce breeding to to have more people involved so they came up with the tokenomics with banana uh and then they introduced a breeding contract for four thousand babies which i believe next month should wrap up i believe we're like you know 500 or 600 away from you know the last baby being minted so it's been quite a year uh but you know because of that uh th- there's been a growth in ownership uh of course around the same time which was april uh there was already talks for metaverse ambitions for mio to design the voxels which he has and we launched out in uh, august of this year uh, so it's just the expansion of uh, genesis being the The generators of Banana, which act like nodes, uh, and then Babies, which will have more added utility, uh, and then of course the Voxel models, which will be uh, later on used in the metaverse, probably like in the next coming year. So it's just like that. That whole process, and, and since August, really, since the voxels came out, that's when the community really started growing a lot. Like, even in August, the community didn't have more than six, 7,000 members in Discord. And since August, because of voxels, you know, that's a 15K collection. Uh, now we have a lot of owners and a lot of people that support the project and they like it. And many of them are trying to, you know, like, hey, maybe starting out with a VX, but later on they want to buy a Genesis or a baby. So uh, there's benefits to everything. But uh, the, the amazing part, is that during that time and like really early on around like between March to May I kind of saw what was happening with Kongs I'm like wow there's gonna be tokenomics there's gonna be breeding they have metaverse ambitions and from you know early on I saw like hey metaverse is gonna be pretty big like why aren't more projects doing that and I felt like punks where you know it's even now of course like you know it's kind of like the bitcoin I feel of uh, NFTs like it's a very solid hold of course uh, but I just I didn't like that there's not enough development. Right. You know, we've seen me bits or something, but I, I just felt like there's not enough. So uh, between March to May, I actually ended up selling all my punks for profit. And I bought uh, around like 45 Genesis Kongs really early on to have enough. Oh, my God. That is <laughs> yeah.
6: insane. I cannot <laughs> believe that
1: yeah i i spent every like there's nobody buying anything in may uh like there was maybe like one sale a day or less and i was buying like 20 like like,
3: hey oh
1: my lord i I have a question
3: as a follow up on that actually like one of the things that i'm always curious about with big communities and i think about when it comes to the mice community in general is just like you know obviously in this market there's going to be ups and downs and bull and bear markets like What what, how do you as the Kong community approach when, say, there's a bear market and it's like some quiet time? Like, you know, because I think that obviously I think both of our projects were really, really interested in the project, first and foremost. But obviously, people have investments and are aware of that fact. But like, what do you do to kind of keep the community kind of rolling through those times? What what are some of the things that the Kong community
1: does? Uh, One thing that was very unique and uh, it really kind of started from uh, one of our OG members, Nate Rivers, which, you know, he posts some really great stuff on Twitter these days. Um, He always thought like during the time when NFTs are low, it's usually because of some factors, right? Like maybe uh, some coins are pumping, which, you know, that kind of happened earlier this year, too. Uh, And they designed this thing called Wall Street Kongs where like, you know, we all just went in there and we would talk all day about like, hey, what are you guys investing in? Like, what's some coins to buy right now? What's some other NFTs? So I feel like while the builders were building, you know, the team was solid. The community kept engaged in different ways in terms of like, okay, well, you know, like while, you know, we're waiting for stuff to happen, uh, you know, there's still other talks, like there's still other NFTs out there. There's still like other coins, like h- how can we make a little bit more money so we can afford more Kongs? <laughs> so uh, I feel just, uh, <laughs> you know, like I feel like the aspect of introducing like uh, kind of those chat rooms like Wall Street Kongs or uh, the fair, the verified lounge or, uh, the, the, you know, kind of how you guys have like that builder's channel or, uh, you know, all these different rooms have like different purposes. And I feel like by expanding your community beyond just like, Hey, let's just talk about mice. Uh, I feel like the expansion into like different conversations really kept a lot of people wanting to, uh, to come back and, uh, I feel like everybody from other communities were coming to Kongs just to talk about, you know, like what to invest in next or something. So I really like that aspect.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's uh, so cool. And like, uh, you know, for those of you that do not know, and I'm sure there are plenty of you in the room do know like wall street Kongs is like, it's it, like, that's it. That's where you go if you want to have a great time hang out with like-minded people and uh you know share alpha and it's that's it like it's it's like legendary status so uh thank you for sharing that eddie that's that's epic uh so uh, did wall street kong's come out like was did that come out like with the inception of babies or was that like a little bit that was like a little bit later after babies were introduced correct
1: yeah and it was just mainly like We would be in a monkey business, which is our, like, our general talk, uh, and Nate always, like, he's, like, this investor, and he's always, like, hey, I threw, like, one Ethan this, and I made five, and we're, like, what the hell, like, how how is he doing this, so, uh, just for the the reasons of like not having congestion in that one general chat because people would ask like other questions uh we just decided you know what like let's just make a separate area where we can just talk about investments Nate is really good at it maybe he can teach us some things about it right so uh ever since then it's just grown into like this channel where people make some amazing calls and there's a, a lot of profit to be made from you know coins or Uh, other nfts but but really like when kongs wasn't like you know let's say you know selling out every single day like i feel like everybody just kept coming back to the community because of the relationships they built with each other the support maybe somebody wanted to learn some developer stuff everybody was helping each other out uh, so I think just, you know, the for me, to be honest, especially at the time, uh, mental health-wise, it was very amazing for me to be in that community and get all the support from um, all my, you know, the other OGs in there and everybody else. So uh, it's just a very welcoming community and very innovative in terms of, like, how they manage their Discord and how they expanded it beyond just talking about Kongs.
3: I think that mental health part is something that's really important, too, and something that i found that, like, When you have a community that's strong and really cool and and they kind of get to know each other like they really can support each other in a cool way and you know people will go through hard times and you know there have been people who like I know there's somebody in our discord right now I won't shout out but like was going through a really hard time for missing a, a call and like and like got out of something early but like you know one of the coolest things about communities like like ours and like yours and I'm sure like you know many other ones is that We are there for each other and and you get to know these people and you spend a lot of time with them. And it's it's such a cool experience to like get to know people through this weird scroll of text that's going up and you start reacting and and have fun with them. But it's really cool to hear that that's something that you kind of focus on over there as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, I was talking to some other people. And especially in the in the punk Discord, I already had some friends, and when they saw like I sold all my punks for kongs, which at the time you know nobody knew about them, they thought I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, they're like, well, "What are you doing, man? Like, you know, why are you selling your punks?" Uh, but to be honest, like I found that uh kind of like I know other people who have like formulas, like, "Oh yeah, I do all this math or something before I buy an NFT," which is cool, but. To me, early on, I noticed that strong communities uh, don't have as many flippers. They have kind of people who actually love their NFT and bite. I, like, sometimes I don't know if you guys feel about this, but like if you sell an NFT, you're like, oh, man, I feel like I'm getting closer to, you know, like, man, am I giving up my friends right now? Like, <laughs> like
3: I totally flippers. feel that way. I'm like, oh, I
1: made this is
3: my community. I can't like let this go.
1: Yeah. So i feel like i'm letting go of the community by doing that but it got me to the point where i was like that like i just held on to my kongs. i don't think i even sold one genesis like until like august or something like late august so uh you know that was just to diversify into like vx's like i ended up selling some genesis and i bought like 200 vx's or something so uh you know like i always feel like strong communities have each other's back they have less flippers because people love the art and they love, you know, each other, like in terms of like, you know, the support they give. Uh, and just overall, like it's it's the place to go. Like it's, you know, like, you know, we're living in a pandemic times. Like it's still very hard in terms of like doing things on the outside and having this uh, support inside has been amazing for my mental health and other people that I know.
0: Absolutely. Uh, And so tell us what were some of the lessons you had learned, like, early on within the Kongs community, just essentially, like, about building communities. Like, I'm sure there were, like, you know, of course, a lot of mistakes, but a lot of triumphs along the way as well.
1: Yeah, some of the, the biggest lessons I learned in how to build a community... Um, organic you know and that's something that Coco always preached like we had all these like influencers early on approaching us like hey I have 300,000 followers I have a million followers Do you guys want me you know do a paid thing and then I'm going to talk about you uh, because uh, I learned that from Coco that You don't want to do that uh, because it's going to bring a lot of people who are in there just for the numbers, right? If they see the numbers go down, they'll list even lower, right? So uh, I I learned very early on from Coco, don't bring in too many people. Don't bring in like sponsorships. Don't bring in like influencers because they can pretty much destroy your community by bringing in all these flippers uh, early on.
0: Those are honestly great words of advice there that's that's perfect that absolutely nailed it that's 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 honestly such wise words Uh, mouse dev it looked like you were about to say something go ahead oh i
2: was just gonna i don't know i was gonna agree because the the anonymized twitter gets just millions of dms a day of people like hey i have five thousand followers and you can pay me one f to tweet about you and i'm like i'm not gonna do that i don't want to do that i'm not gonna gain anything from doing that but i can and i i can totally you know see what you're saying
1: yeah know, for, sure. No, for sure so for sure and thank you for that and you know that's what to me like at the time like you know still learning but you know coco having so much experience and being for axi for you know ups and downs like that was one of the biggest things like organic growth is number one for communities because uh and also to be honest if i had to say slow growth too like some projects grow too fast you see 30 40 50 000 people in the discord but then there's only like less than a thousand owners you know like what well, what the hell like you know what are those other people doing in there so that's uh, a, you know, yeah
3: or- that's something i was gonna say that's something i think is a really important thing is like is you talk about organic growth but also like growing in a in a pace that makes sense for the community right so that obviously everybody's like sure i want you know want the project to skyrocket but The best communities and the best honestly the best companies that are often built like kind of, you know, piece by piece and then they grow slowly and then they get super strong. Like it it seems like that's a really smart way to look at it.
1: Yeah, for sure. That I think that was like very impactful for Kongs because uh although it didn't build up that quick momentum like okay next day it went from you know zero to 100 like uh it did over time uh build up a community that's so strong-handed like if you look just at you know genesis owners like there's less than seven eight percent of all uh genesis even listed you know which is a very low number considering there's a thousand so that means there's only 70 or 80 at the most ever listed uh so it's pretty diamond-handed community uh in terms of like people loving their nft and you know holding on to it and not trying to outbid each other and who's going to try to list for floor <laughs> hey,
3: should we try
0: to take a right oh, that's a that's sorry, a very, very good, good point card, go ahead oh no i was just going to say that's a very good point for sure and i just want to point out like everyone in in the room up up at the top uh i did pin A tweet uh just some exciting news it looks like eddie bought his first anonymize just now welcome welcome one of us one of us (laughs) one of us one of us us. i can't wait to have you in the server i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a a very special role for for uh for absolutely we're pumped to have you and it looks like you got a you got a hello i'm looking at the uh (laughs) i'm looking at the yeah i'm looking at it right now i love this mouse i love that little that little smirk (laughs) i like i don't know the eyes to the side with the little (laughs) smirk there he looks very mischievous it's like perfect for yeah
1: for sure uh you (laughs) you know one of the biggest regrets in nfts i have is that you know you look back on you know everybody has regrets but one of my biggest ones is I remember when mice were minting and I was like, "Hmm, maybe I'll do it. But then it was one of those things where they just minted out and I'm like, Oh, okay, I'll I'll buy from floor. And, you know, I never looked at them for a while Uh, Then it's like, oh, okay, the price went up, okay, I'll wait till it goes back down, went back up again, went back up again, and kept going up. I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to enter this space. Uh, So uh, what better time to do it than right now, uh, especially being on the space and just have everybody hear that, you know, I've always wanted to own mice and I'm happy I finally have my own one. So I'm really happy to finally be part of your community.
0: Absolutely, and I'll I'll send you I'll send you the instructions so you can start to uh stake for cheese for sure. Yeah,
1: for <laughs> sure. I love I love, I love some cheese. I love it, Eddie.
0: This is great. <laughs> yes,
1: All I sir. need is some wine this now. So great. <laughs> some wine with some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Maybe. god.
2: That's the next move. You hear that, <laughs> that now? <nonsense>? Sounds good. <laughs> some wine with some cheese. Yeah, we got
3: dollar sign wine. That's the uh, the, the new token. <laughs>
0: We're getting we're getting real classy. Yeah,
1: babies here. make wine. We're getting
0: extra classy. Some some high end chief and some fine wine. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks like we have a, a couple questions. So I just added uh, Rye. Uh, Rye, welcome. How
4: Good. How's everyone doing tonight?
0: Doing good, man. So, great. Good. so glad to have you. Thank
4: you for having me. Yeah, I just actually joined the community a few days ago and I got into Alpha. You know, have seen some sweet picks so far. I'm uh, waiting to see. If one looks like it's about to take off, so we'll see. Um, but I really love the community so far. You know, everyone's super supportive, like you guys were saying. Um, a lot of great feedback, a lot of great tips, even just asking like random questions. Um, I'm relatively new to the NFT space. One of my friends, he's actually on this call as well. Uh, Got me into it about a month or so ago. I'm still kind of navigating, you know, how to, you know, select them. You know, I've never been much of a flipper, you know, in any sort of investment I've been a part of. So I'm trying to stay the course and, you know, pick NFTs I really like. Um, And you know, Anonimize is one of those for sure, and it's probably the top one I've got into so far. And uh, I really like what Eddie, you know, just said. You know, hearing his uh, entire history of the NFT space is pretty interesting and pretty exciting but i mean i wonder if right now if you're you know coming into it is it you know uh, still in an early adopter phase are we in the middle of that uh wh- where do you all see it you know especially if you've been in the space for a while do you think there's still you know a lot of ramp up time or are we going to see the mainstream and a lot of flippers start flooding the market still and how do you go about navigating you know picking these projects without risking you know too much early on so you still have some uh I guess, uh, liquidity. That's
0: a, that's a great question. Mouse Dev, do you want to, you want to take that first? Um,
2: I don't know. I'm not really an economist, so I don't really know in terms of,
0: uh, flippers
2: or, or like, I don't know, money, but in terms of technology, I would definitely say we are early and we're definitely not, you know, towards the more mature stages of, of tech development here because, you know, like I was saying earlier, like on-chain documentation is currently, is currently like very scarce. And so as it becomes to, as, as it comes to be more accepted, we'll definitely start to see more and more interesting stuff. And we'll start to see like some really cool on-chain stuff happening.
0: Yeah. And- Absolutely. I, I highly agree there. Uh, it's, yeah, this is this is just the beginning in terms of the tech landscape. Um Go ahead, Ryan.
4: I think Oh, no, I would awesome. love to hear what you say, but I was going to just touch on the, you know, on-chain projects. I mean, we've seen a boom just in the last few days of, you know, everyone, you know, trying to jump on that wave. So I guess navigating, you know, which ones are, you know, really focusing on the tech or which ones are just trying to play that trend, it's that's pretty tough even from a technical standpoint, right? Or how do you, how do you go about that? I know there was a, you know, a few that took off yesterday, a few that dipped quite a bit.
2: Sorry, uh, go about what? Could you repeat the question? Uh, go
4: about like kind of analyzing the project. Like you know, do you focus on the team, the utility aspect of it? Um, uh, like if you're just a... um yeah.
2: So I totally just focus on the code. I don't really focus on utility or the team or or the price or much about that. I just focus on did they do something that's innovative? Does it appear as though they're genuinely trying to like change something? You know, are they? Do they bring like new ideas? Are they doing stuff that's like, wow, that's really cool they did that? Or are they just like, you know, rinsing and repeating what everyone else has done? That's like really important is to like do something that might not succeed for the sake of, you know, pushing boundaries. That's really what I look for.
4: Got it. Sweet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, just like your your first question there, it's it's hard to say, really. You know, no no one really has a crystal ball. Nobody really knows like what will happen, but – you know, one thing that I, I would say is pretty certain is that, you know, with, like, Coinbase NFT platform launching in the near future, that sort of thing, it's uh, it's it's only going to bring, like, more investors in. Um, you know, so hopefully the market doesn't get, like, diluted from that. But, you know, in my opinion, I think it's going to allow growth for sure. And, uh, you know, projects like Anotomize, um you know, projects like Nouns, if you're familiar. There are a lot of, like, really groundbreaking projects that have been created that, um, you know, stand for something a little bit different. Um, You know, Anonymize essentially had, you know, zero royalty fees and um, it was a free mint. Um, Those sorts of things, you know, are for creators that create a project with, you know, without money in mind it's more of like adding to the conversation like creating something that is that is special in my opinion and like with nouns for example like that's another on-chain project um you know one noun is released each day forever um they're super expensive you know the floor is like 100 f uh for usually the uh the, the auction each day and uh that kind of project is just so cool because like. The, the the money from the profit doesn't go to uh, the creators. It doesn't go to Gremlin, the the artist, et cetera. Um, it goes into the their treasury. So I think last time I checked, they have like fifty million dollars or something like that, like within their treasury, and that money can be used to like fund you know like a startup or like to build projects. Like they they essentially like each noun that you you purchase provides one, one vote within, um, their, uh, core team. So, uh, you know, you can essentially like pitch a project and, um, then they, they are able to vote on it and they can like easily fund something. So it's, it's just so cool and like groundbreaking in my opinion, because, um, you know, they can, they can actually do things like that can be very like game changing, very like life changing, very groundbreaking, So yeah, I mean, like, of course, there are going to be projects that are, you know, like big cash grabs. You see those left and right. You see those every day. It's 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 definitely hard to separate like truth from falsehood. But um, but yeah, it's 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 tough to say. But it's it's really cool. And I would really like just say, you know, it depends on your background and what you're interested in. But it's it's interesting to like kind of keep your mind on like projects that like add to the conversation that are not like blatant like cash grabs, etc. But yeah, funky. Well, I, like I was, were what I was gonna going say, to have something to point well, out. As I just well. wanted
3: to ask Eddie about this question because I think one of the things that's really interesting about Eddie and the community that he's built. Like, I'm well, Eddie. What do you look for when you look at a new NFT? Like, I, obviously, I think probably like most of us, you stay kind of aware of what's happening in the world, and if something pops up, like, well, what's something you look for in a new NFT? Oh, it looks like Eddie just requested again. Maybe we maybe booted him. Hold on one second.
0: Yeah, and then we could we could chat about Kong's Tank as well, since I, I just uh, mentioned that, Rai. Like, Kong's Tank is another project, or like a part of, a mechanism of Kong's, kind of similar to what I had mentioned and with, Littles, uh, right now. And it's how, like, I think they're happening? like
4: focusing on Littles right now? Right, or that's part of the team?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, the Littles was their first um, Kong's Tank uh, approved submission, and ZenApe is number two. Um, but yeah, just like just how I'd mentioned with uh, with nouns, how like they have that treasury to be able to like fund certain things. Um, Kong's tank also has a similar kind of uh, format where they they have like a community fund and they could they could fund projects to be able to do certain things. So yeah, Eddie uh funky just just had had asked a question and then if you could follow up and i'd love to chat with about uh kong's tank a little bit
1: for sure and this was in terms of like how to find the uh, projects right like what to look for
2: yeah like what do, what do you look yeah for? he he had just asked yeah,
0: yeah. yeah and he, oh yeah yeah go ahead and he yeah just like what do you what do you what like you yourself eddie like what you know these days what 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 makes this project special to you like when you see something and you're like oh this is really cool yeah like, i'd love to be a part of this etc and then rye also asked like you know uh kind of how how things are changing like how do you separate like big pump and dump like cash grab projects from like projects that are like you know progressive and like tech forward etc for
1: sure yeah i mean the biggest thing to me is uh team community and potential when i look for like uh different projects so team is important because uh you're looking at like who's gonna be there and who's gonna stay there like are the developers knowledgeable do they know what they're doing what's their expertise in terms of like uh maybe like their developer skills uh because there's a lot of teams out there who just work and release something out uh and then afterwards they're just gone right like they just kind of like take their profits and then they don't work anymore on what they promised so the roadmap doesn't matter who comes up with the best roadmap it's just about uh, the person that comes up with the roadmap and actually delivers on it, and the team is actually the ones in charge of that. Uh, next is community, because you have to think of the community as like the people that protect uh, the value, right? Because collectors set the actual value of the NFT, right? Like If somebody listed on the secondary for one ETH and that's the floor, then that's what collectors decided that that what the floor should be. So uh, the community is very important to protect uh, kind of like the value of it and set the actual value uh and then also like to kind of help each other out and then lastly potential uh i'm looking at kind of like um, maybe what's the future play because uh when i invested in kongs early on uh, i was looking at like wow well, they have tokenomics they have uh, metaverse ambitions and that's where i believed everything was going so Uh, I invested in Kongs early on because I saw potential in the metaverse and I saw potential in tokenomics. So I always look in terms of like, what is a project bringing in terms of innovation? Uh, So that's kind of how I look at like a project analysis. And then in terms of like avoiding kind of like some red flags or pitfalls, I always look at like, you know, who are they bringing on board? Is there like a a famous influencer that's known for, you know, just kind of selling stuff in in bulk, like, you know, kind of floor? Because when you have somebody that has a lot of NFTs, like if somebody was to go right now in in Kongs and buy like 10% of the supply and they can pretty much set a a floor price and sell kind of like they can set up like a floor wall. If per se, because if they list everything for two and there's like 50 of them set at two, that's like a wall right now that is pretty hard to break. So, uh, a lot of these big influencers with a lot of money, uh, they can actually control the market on the secondary a little bit, so it's kind of dangerous, like, uh, you know, knowing who's involved, right? And there's some famous ones out there who do that a lot, so uh, I always look for uh, who's this project involved with? Uh, what's kind of like their long-term plans? And then, of course, watching out for like those bad influencers and bad actors that can uh, fud a project and then also like take advantage of of, uh, of their buyers and their followers.
4: That's great insights. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I can definitely see what you're saying about the influencers. You, you see that a lot these days and the team, I think, is number one. But I think it's become so much harder now to, you know, gauge that because I think, you know, in a lot of projects, they're not really... Displaying the team as much as I think they did in those earlier days, um, but I still think those values hold so dearly.
0: Yeah, absolutely, right. Right. Thanks for jumping in, sir. Thank you. We'll see you in the chat. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. I like your I like your Halo baby mouse, <laughs> and he, he has that he has that very mischievous look on his face. It looks like you're up to up to no good yeah, there. Need them devil all right, my, my good man. We'll chat with you soon. We're gonna we're gonna move it along. We're at 90 minutes now, so we're gonna we're gonna start to kind of like rewind down a bit. I did add another speaker uh, that that probably has a question. So uh, go right ahead, Tyler. Uh, Tyler Thompson. Welcome, hey, man. Sir. I I, I like that photo uh, that you. This is your photography right here. I see this. I think this is really awesome. great. Yeah,
7: I I'm my background. Yeah, I do photography full time, but. I've talked to you guys before, I'm actually, I had a question because we are, I work on a project called Gold Inc. Um, we're a crypto mobile game that's play to earn, that's free to play. And we have, we're, we're like one of the first on both app stores, we're on the app, iOS app store and Google Play store. And we have been working like the last two years on this project and we really haven't tried building our community until we had a product working. And I'm, we're, we're really trying to like get out there and um, get our name out there and try to build our community up and we're just trying to look for people to connect with and kind of show them what we're doing we're a very small team and we're just excited about like a game that we've made that's super fun for we have about 1500 to 2000 daily players right now and we're trying to expand and i just wanted to see what kind of suggestions you guys can give for building the community getting our name out there and talking and I, i'm terrible at this kind of stuff talking to big groups of people so i'm probably sound a little nervous but you know, hey man, I mean, you're doing great.
3: You're doing really great. It's it's not awesome. an easy thing to do to get in front of people, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah.
7: So, w- well, we've we've been very low key about it because, like, we're very like, um, our heart in this, honestly, is just like make a game that people really like enjoy to play that they can potentially earn, um, back from. So it's not like we're, you know, it's, it's we're a very small community that are very active in our own community right now. We're just trying to branch out and say, hey, guys, we've we're, we've been on the app store for months now. we were one of the first people that was actually on the iOS app store and Google at the same time. And um, we've done a lot. It's a really big game. It's a massive multiplayer online game. Like we have like, you know, people on daily twenty four seven servers going, and it's, um, it's it's a really in depth game that actually takes a little bit to learn because it's so in depth. And so we're just trying to. Get that, yeah. Get it out there, and
3: yeah. Look, can I give you? I have one piece of advice. For sure, I Tyler. Think that would be. It's one thing to think yeah, about. Go, you might already far, be doing go. this,
7: but like yep. one thing that I
3: know coming from different places into nope. the NFT community is one thing that's really useful is to like reach out to the communities, but not as a not as a look at my project. Like, try to get into their projects first, and try to like really kind of understand how their community yep. works, and like what about their community is interesting, and kind of be an organic part of it because i think one of the things okay. that's really cool to me about this world is like you can make these really deep connections with people pretty quickly in a cool way because you're spending time with them and and one of the things that's also useful is like pick like four or five different projects that you know whether or not you have like you've been able to invest in their project but like getting to know people it's like it's one of the one the one of the things i think where you know it's really difficult to come into a project and kind of cold tell people about your project because yep. you know, most of the time in this space they're like well, that's, you know, you're shilling and you're doing all this stuff, but <laughs> right, that's...
7: you
8: just, yeah,
3: it's tricky, right? Like, but I think in my mind, it's like, you just got to kind of like, you know, get to know people and like, and mm-hmm. like prove, prove that like you, you want to be part of their thing too. And then they'll want to be part of yours. That's, that's my advice.
7: Awesome. I appreciate Yeah. We're, we're kind of like type of the people that we over, um, like under promise. Like we we're like, we don't want to, we never like say, Hey, we have all these amazing things done until we do them so it's like we, we, we don't ever shill in groups and all that kind of stuff really i just like i pre- prefer just talking to people one-on-one and like getting advice and like hey how do like how can we build this how can we do this better type thing and um i'm the main guy behind it like i'm, I'm just help with the community and help with um you know, help people with problems and get them in the game and stuff like that but um I, we're, we're about to release like nft and nft side to it with a marketplace in the game where you can get nfts and it helps you in the game, actual stuff. Like, we have a lot planned, but yeah, I appreciate that. That's a good – that's something I've actually been working on, that's why I asked to talk in this, because I'm trying to reach out to communities, and um, I've been joining a lot of different ones, like you said, and just seeing how the communities react to each other and talk and just try to learn. But, yeah, it's um, a good
3: place, to, a good way to do it. Are you in? Are you in Small Brains? It's the one, the one. Yeah, one of the so that's one that actually, that I'm super jealous about. I, I love, I love what that project is, but I've not been able to get into it yet. Oh, that's
7: awesome. Yeah, so I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the moderators in there as well. So that's kind of like what you said. It's what I actually have been doing for the last couple months. is trying to make connections. So yeah, I'm a, I've been helping the community in there for the last month or so, and it's been yeah, it's been awesome what they're doing. It's unbelievable what they what they did and that's what that
3: that uh when i saw that graphic come out of the monkey with the giant with the giant brain it was yeah. I honestly here's the thing i thought it was a joke I, I mean it was it was one of the funniest jokes on on, on weird minted communities and i was like well this has got to be a joke and then i realized it wasn't i was like this is incredible what
8: a
2: cool yeah,
3: idea it's... to have monkeys growing their brains it's like what a fun idea so anyway Congrats! And that's a fun project too, as well. And, and I know people in Anonymizer are holders of that and have talked about. Awesome! It as well. Yeah, that's so
7: awesome. and that's kind of like the same model in the sense that we're doing. Like our game is completely free to play. Like you don't have to spend a dime on it if you don't want to. Like it's, um, you can download that and start playing, and you can start earning our, um, gold in the game without yeah, spending a dime. Like we're not, like what you're talking. Like, we're trying to like. That's you know, cool, man. Get cool. a Get more cash fantastic. from people like kinda, yeah. So it's yeah. Abs- but yeah, so uh, yeah, hey you, free- Tyler.
0: yeah, thanks. Thank you so much.
7: Yeah, all, no problem.
0: All good. We just, we have to move things along here because uh, I totally Eddie understand that to out here in a moment and we've already, we've already been on for quite, quite some time, but uh, also, you know, jump, come, come into our server, get buy, get yourself a baby, baby in uh, That's, oh, that's absolutely. a great way to do it. You could jump in and then, uh, you know, that's a great way to be able to just kind of see the inner workings of how like, yeah. a strong community is built. So Uh, that's a great, you know, that's great advice. What Fonky had said as well. I mean, and you're in, you know, you're in small brains. Like I'm sure they have a a dope community also. So, uh, but yeah, feel free and reach out. Like we're always in general, like hanging out. So, uh, thanks for jumping on and we'll, we'll chat with you soon, sir.
7: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Okay, cool. So yeah, let's just go ahead and wrap up here. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you so much to everyone. Um, Eddie, always a pleasure again and uh we we are definitely planning on doing um a little bit of uh crossover so uh, we are going to definitely going uh have like a, a segment on uh on your youtube channel um soon eddie i think if, if time allows for it would
1: that'd be think. amazing you know i i've had the chance to talk to costell the other day from cosmic ducks and uh you know just kind of like Having the opportunity to talk like live on YouTube and uh, kind of like seeing each other like eye to eye on stuff is just so fun. So I will be like more than happy for that.
3: That's awesome, man! I can't wait. That'll be super fun.
0: Let's do it, and then hopefully, I don't know. I might, I might not be able. I might not show my face like Chris did from. Uh, oh, Chris. excuse <laughs> me. Like uh, uh, Owls did from uh uh um hoots because he got turned into like a thousand emojis <laughs> from doing yeah. that. Did you guys yeah. see that? Like you can there are like 50 little emojis in the <laughs> Discord server from people that like did a screenshot of his face now. It's so funny. Oh my God. It's so funny. Um it's the oh funny my
1: God. have you seen yeah that I've yet? seen that and, and then he, they made like stuff with me like I, I was one day in Wall Street Kongs and I was kind of mad about yeah, so I'm like I want to speak to the manager. And then they made, this, like, oh. <laughs> they made this, like, follow with me. With,
0: that yeah. one's so it, It's good. like
1: an actual sticker now, like, in some discords where it says, like, I want to speak to the Ethereum manager with my mad face on it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I, I sent that to Mouse Dev like, a while back. And I was just cracking up. He probably had no, yeah, I, he, he, I think he even responded to me and was like, <laughs> what? He just put, like, W-U-T. And he had no Can't idea you what know, that's killing me. Um, so funny. I love it. We always have such a good time. And Eddie, like, I love your slogan. I feel like the life is good. The, uh, um, you know, life is good. Quote, unquote, is like your slogan. Yeah. I love it because life is so life is so great. It's so wonderful to be a part of this community, um, it, the NFT community in general. Like I, I say it all the time, but like I, I wake up every day and I just feel so fortunate to be a part of this. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so excited for what is to come. And, uh, you know, really at the end of the day, like, you know, it's, it's people like us that are able to have like the power to like, you know, be catalysts of change and like add to the conversation, like do something that's like bold and challenging and different and, and just, you know, make it, make it amazing for, for everyone, in my opinion. So Eddie, I know you're on that same track You You have, you know, such great energy. You're always so positive. It's always a pleasure. I can't wait to come visit you someday soon. And uh, yeah, by the way, I also um, at the top, if you all saw that earlier, um, if any of you are interested in just having a great time and being a part of an amazing community, um, Tyler as well, like, you know, you can take, take note from what Eddie had said tonight, um, join Eddie is Kong's discord. Um, it's up at the top pinned um, a lot of fun going on in there all the time, a lot of positive energy, a lot of great people who are very intelligent, very well connected in the space. Um, Eddie does a lot of really fun raffles. Um, and speaking of um, Fonky Donk here, such a generous person, he's going to uh, donate a, a baby mouse to Eddie's Kong. Yeah, so we're gonna have a Eddie, we're, gonna we're gonna give gonna away a send...
3: baby mouse to with Eddie, so that'll be a fun thing. One of my one of my children that was I want to be very clear it was one of my adopted children, not <laughs> one of my uh, genetic children. So it was a, it was an incubator I bought. Really lovely child, but uh, he can go to a, a
1: different home. <laughs> that's awesome. because uh, Thank you so much <laughs> for that, by the way. That's so awesome. I'm so excited. And, uh, you know, like one of the things that I'm super excited for, you know, I just got a mouse, too. So it's going to be nice that you can raise them now. That baby's going to be well taken care of. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> They'll
0: be a family. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Yep. So pumped. Yeah, and then, you know, maybe maybe on the YouTube segment we can do the giveaway or something like That'd that. That'd be dope we'll
1: for sure. It was so awesome being here with all of you, man. Like, this is probably one of the best spaces I was ever in. So, you know, thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, it was me great here. to have you. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Eddie. We really appreciate it. Definitely a lot, of, a lot more um, awesome <laughs> adventures <laughs> to come, so... Mount uh, Mouse Dev, thank you so much. It's always great. Yeah, having this, this you, one sir. Was, was probably a favorite um, one to be honest. Awesome, man. That was fun. Ah, uh, the energy has been like electric. Life is good night. and yeah, Fonky. <laughs> yes, life is great, and Fon- Fonky. Thank you so much. You always play such a pivotal role in in what we do here, and uh, thank you for your time and efforts. Yeah, sir. man, it was fun. This and, was super uh, fun. Eddie, absolutely. We'll we'll continue it, um, Eddie. Uh, again, yes. Thank you, sir. So stoked that you'll, you're a part of the community now. After this, if you have a moment, I'll, let's uh, let's jump in, mice alpha, and I'll uh, I'll give I'll give you your uh, your That's role,
6: awesome.
0: and uh, uh, and yeah, we'll go from here. Um, Remnant, sorry, sorry, sir. I, we, we do have to cut out, but uh, feel free and uh, shoot me a, a message on Twitter um or on discord and uh we'll uh we'll go ahead and touch base but everyone thank you so much looking forward to next week we, we do our um mice space once a week um usually on like wednesday or thursday we'll, we'll try and i think we may try and tweak with the time a little bit so we can allow some people from europe to join but uh but yes everyone thank you so much see you next week
1: goodbye yep see you. bye everybody the end Bye-bye. button is so small yeah. <laughs>